This is the path we take. I'm your host, Hayden Anderson. And I'm Natalie Lorati. Okay. And welcome to our show. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. I knew you were going to do the thing. Oh, oh, the thing? The, yeah. the whole... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> my, my Native American flute action. Yep course at Oregon State that you took a lot of students take but I did not yes I uh, took a history of Native American flutes and music and it was a great class and I still still have my flute to this day I think most people who take that class do heard good things yeah it's definitely a great great class you got Mr. Jan Michael looking wolf as as <laughs> the teacher and he's in a rock band. Go check him out. I don't know what that band is called. We'll find <laughs> it at some point. <laughs> so this week, we're, we are going to talk about finding yourself. A very important topic. But before we get into that, how was your week? What, what have you been up to for this last week? Uh, last week, I went to a wedding which was in Montana, which was super, super fun. Was it pretty? Bride, it, it was gorgeous. Bride and groom's um, vows were some of the best vows I've ever heard in my life. Brides like brought me the tears, and then as soon as the groom started on his, it like just hit me right in the heart, and everyone was crying. Mm. Um, and then I love dancing so much, so loved that part too. I don't think I left the dance floor just to get watered, basically. Um, <laughs> But also, I was just surrounded by such good people, and I grew up with this family, so it was just nice to feel all the love and to spend time with them. So that has that high of like the wedding has kind of run out for this week, and I feel like I've had a pretty good week. So mm. yeah, yeah, that sounds fun. I love weddings. Love to go dancing. The best things ever. It's also, nice. like, what more can you ask for? Dancing and just like love and happiness. So that's very true. Just yeah. a, an overall good weekend. You got good views. You got good, good wedding. Yeah. That sounds great. This last week, I traveled to Washington State. Uh, I went to Seattle, where I gave a presentation on mental health. And uh, now I'm in Ellensburg, Washington, hanging out with some friends for, for the next week and going camping this weekend, which I'm stoked about. Uh, but yeah, I, I got some dancing in too, because this so fun. place that I went and presented at and spoke at had an after party and that after party, we was got fun. oh yeah, we danced <laughs> a lot. So I, I came and really had a, a great time. Uh, my speech was, it's called Forge Your Path. I don't know, kind of funny. Oh! <laughs> Mixing with that. Uh, and then subtitled From the Pit of Depression to Purpose, because the event was called Purpose Accelerator Live. And uh, we had a bunch of different speakers, and we all spoke on purpose, finding purpose, and kind of how we, uh, how our own specific experiences led to that. Um, Super cool. In, in my, my uh, speech, I had seven steps. One of them is finding yourself where 
I spoke on a lot about what we're going to talk about today. Today, I think we're going to go into much deeper of, of that speech. Uh, that speech was recorded, so it should be out sometime in the next, hopefully, month or so. And I'll be getting some pictures from it pretty soon, too, which I'm excited about. Cool. And we can share that with everybody because I yeah. also didn't, I didn't get to go. So it'll be cool to see yeah. you speak. She chose a beautiful wedding over it, and that's that's perfectly fine. <laughs> I was like, I feel like it's a pretty valid excuse. <laughs> I can speak anywhere. Yes. <laughs> Unless you hear me speak all the time. So yeah. super true. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. Do you want to walk us through step three? Sure. So finding step yourself. three, finding yourself. Um and then I'll also probably going to going into a lot more different ways of doing it. But some of the stuff I spoke on was like taking yourself out on a date. Now, I love that. A, I know it's it's so amazing. Like you don't think about it. Also, just people spending time by themselves. Mm-hmm. Having to just sit with yourself. It's, yeah. it's a little uncomfortable if you're not used to it. Yeah. And like not just then going on your phone either mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like being present being present with yourself so when I first did this uh, I would say it was late 2018 early 2019 is it step one I, within this no or just this is, this is just like just in general finding yourself and okay I'm not I'm not really going to go in, in an order of what you should do with in these things oh, okay got order. it just, just ways you can yeah cool okay and so I remember I had never like sat down at a sit-down restaurant by myself before this really? and I don't remember where I heard to try this but I was like you know what I'm gonna go try this I'm gonna go I'm gonna take myself out I'm gonna sit down at a restaurant that I want to go to I I asked myself, okay, like, where's what do I want to do for a date? I pretended as if I was another person, which makes it so much more weird, really. <laughs> it really is. It's like, okay, like, I, I've obviously taken plenty of people out on dates, but, like, it was, like, a mutual of, like, understanding, like, hey, let's go to this place, or what do you think about doing this? Instead of, like, me, what do I want to do? Exactly. And so I really went okay what's one of my favorite restaurants and I honestly don't remember where it was at the time it literally probably could have been like Applebee's or something because I had no class back then okay that was <laughs> super weird as soon as you hadn't thought of a restaurant I was like oh he's in college and then in my head I said and I thought Applebee's I had just graduated from college oh well I still thought of Applebee's regardless so <laughs> same wavelength and you continue it doesn't matter <laughs> just wanted to put that out there <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then, you know what I love to do? I love going to the movies and I love watching a movie. So it was like a classic, classic, classic dinner and movie date. And I remember taking myself out, sitting in a booth. And when they asked, you know, are you waiting for someone? I was like, nope, just one. Yeah. And it was the, it was very, it was a little awkward. And then now I do it all the time and it's perfectly fine, but took myself out. I remember sitting down, getting the water and just pretending like I have a bunch of questions that I'll ask on dates and you realize as you kind of go through your standard questions that you ask on dates 
are really for yourself because you want to learn more about them to see if you're compatible with them. Mm-hmm. So if you can do a deep dive in these questions, you kind of learn a lot more about yourself. So for me, I always ask, uh, like, do you have, you know, any siblings? Do you have any family? And I remember, I remember asking myself, do you have any siblings? And I'm like, yeah, I, I do have a sibling. I have, I have an older sister. <laughs> when you're by yourself, it's amazingly weird. But it's also like you're listening to yourself at the same time, giving yourself validation. Yeah. And really kind of putting words and labels to how do I feel? Like, what is my relationship with my sister? What is my relationship with my family? Like, where are you from? Oh, okay. Well, how did you, it really kind of tells you like, how do I feel about where I came from yeah. and my, my growing up and my upbringing and how can I just fully accept that? And coming off the heels of our last podcast, getting to that fully acceptance stage, yeah. this is, this is a good part of that and just labeling it things as they are perfectly fine. You also find out things that you probably already knew, but putting a label to them for some reason just really, I don't know, it makes you understand yourself a little bit more as if you're trying to understand someone else. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's incredibly interesting. And obviously, you know, don't pull out your phone for these, have your dinner, order what exactly what you want, do exactly what you would do. Mm-hmm. and really just take a step outside of yourself and ask yourself these questions that you would normally ask and I think that one that this was probably the first time that I like really started to understand what it meant of who I was mm-hmm. but that's also because I love dates so maybe maybe that's why it helped me so much <laughs> you love dates I don't feel like most people would say that but I did this exercise on accident when I essentially when I traveled to Europe by myself Mm -hmm. because yes I met a lot of people and a lot of times dinner wasn't necessarily alone sometimes it was but throughout the day I liked to be alone and travel because I didn't want to be on anyone else's agenda and so I was stuck in a time zone that I couldn't be on my phone that like that wasn't exciting and also I'm in like some cool places, but I ate a lot of meals by myself mm-hmm. and I was just stuck of just thinking and yeah, I would read and journal sometimes, but just, I went very introspective on myself mm-hmm. and just unpacked a lot of things and thought a lot about different things too in life. Now, most people with, with depression sitting with your thoughts is one of the scariest things you can do it it so it can be a very very dark place um yeah that's why i think i like having the public setting of like going to dinner with yourself mm-hmm. because then you still have that that sense of like i need to be a normal person a little bit <laughs> a little bit more more formal uh and you have things to kind of look around and distract yourself if need be yep. but you're still able to have that conversation as if you know, you were talking to someone else, really, you're just talking to yourself. Mm-hmm. That, that is interesting. I like how you, you managed to do the same thing, but it was kind of an accident. It was so unintentional, but I was like, oh, I'm left to my own thoughts and just myself basically for six weeks. I mean, I had obviously some 
a lot of people came and went like my parents were there for part of it too but yeah I think a lot of people aren't necessarily comfortable with being alone either or at least not intentionally another thing is just staying slightly outside of your comfort zone Mm-hmm. It's really like you know you're gonna be fine, but it's still weird to do. It's it's uncomfortable, especially if you've never done it before. Yeah. And I remember, yeah, I went to the movies afterwards, enjoyed, I think it was Lion King or something. Cute. cute <laughs> yeah, because I wanted to see it. And I don't think I had anyone at the time to really like ask or Oh, maybe I just didn't want to, which is fine you too. You were in Corvallis, we could have hung out, but it's fine. No, I was in Hillsboro at the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was also kidding. Um, do you still do that often? Or do you think as you've kind of gone into your journey and stuff like you don't feel like you need to do that as much or you're busy now like circumstances wise maybe you just don't but is this something that you keep up with um I would say I don't do it intentionally as much anymore I I still will take myself out and like go to a restaurant by myself and sit down and I'm perfectly happy doing that I'm very comfortable doing that now which is very different than where I was uh but I am pretty busy. I wouldn't say that I specifically go out and like plan a date for myself. Yeah. I plan like going to do things and I'll do them by myself perfectly, perfectly well, but I don't think of it as a date as much anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, That being said, I also talk to myself a lot more. (laughs) I love talking to myself. I talk to myself all the time. I almost never did it. Oh, I think picking up meditation probably helped with a lot of just like the thinking and thinking about myself and kind of doing the introspection with that and taking time to introspect, Mm -hmm. I think is is important. And I would say another thing that I've done for finding yourself, that's very introspective. We talked about it in a different episode, but I'm going to go a little bit more into it. And that is take some time, write down who you are and what you want to be 10 years from now. Now, before we talked a little bit about just like, hey, go through your breakfast routine and like how you start your day. I want you to do this for the entire day. Take take an hour. This is going to take a little bit. Take an hour to figure out, plan out your day 10 years from now with the money you have then, with the person you are then. And I, I, I also want you to like put down like, what do you look like? What do you eat? Where do you live? Uh, what's your obviously what's your schedule Mm -hmm. what is it that gets you out of bed in the morning to wake up and go do or I don't I don't expect anyone to say in 10 years I'm going to wake up hating my life and going to the same dead-end job I'm going to right now oh god no yeah (laughs) I don't I don't plan on doing that for some reason, I'm as you're talking, I imagine myself in a cabin, which is not at all what I would have expected. Like, that's what my home looks like as a cabin. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm like, what? That's where my brain immediately goes. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I need to dive more into that. I really want. 
maybe maybe 10 years from now you you have a cabin maybe you have a place in the city as well you have both yeah and mm-hmm. you do your work in the cabin and maybe on the weekends you go go to your place in the city because I know you like to go out dancing <laughs> I love to go out dancing I also do like I want to get into swing dancing what a different tangent yeah. that we don't need different, to go different thing entirely <laughs> yeah um and, and you know while you're while you're doing this maybe not while but a different time when you want to do some journaling or definitely recommend journaling journaling is very important or even when I did it I used a whiteboard and I used a little I was a little bit crazy because being a software engineer you use a whiteboard for a lot of things especially in college I remember your whiteboard oh um, uh, I had whiteboards I, I had like six whiteboards and I wrote all over them yeah yeah like you said I just think you hear this all the time of like journaling and meditation um for like that solves so many things they're not solves but is a great tool mm-hmm. and how many people do it though no and like I'm definitely guilty of doing it for a couple even a couple weeks falling off and then it's like when things get low usually is when I'm like oh I should start journaling again to help me like process through what I'm thinking mm-hmm but I know like there's a five minute journal where it's like not like not super time committal. Obviously it's in the name, but just a little bit every day. is probably better than me doing it a bunch for a couple of weeks. And then I'll hear a lot of times, like I don't have time and like, I don't have a journal. Go, go buy a $5 journal. You have $5. Yeah. Go, go find a, a number two pencil stuck in the couch cushions of your parents place because i'm sure there's one there also people probably have a journal laying around somewhere or like some form of writing it doesn't even have to be a journal it could just be printer paper it could be anything you could use your you could use your phone use the notes app on your phone and also for anyone that says they don't have enough time at least for the majority of people i know if you're spending time on social media, I am 100% guilty of this as well. Mm-hmm. Like, you can make the time. It, like, it's less of a time issue. It's more of a priority issue. It's like three TikTok videos or something. I don't know. <laughs> I would say there's some days where I just did not want to journal and I would put down three words and that was it. And I was perfectly happy with it. Why? Because I at least put down three words. Mm-hmm. And that's the shortest sentence I can ever think of. And you know what? I'm perfectly okay today. Yeah. And I, I was happy that I was able to. <laughs> that's not what I wrote. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, how? And I'm like, that's five words. <laughs> and so, yeah, I think just, just trying to make it a priority because you are a priority you are the person that you have to spend the most time in your life with mm-hmm. you are the person that should be coming first yeah um and so while you're doing some journaling some some other two questions that i always like to to think about when i'm thinking about finding myself is like what are some things that you will willingly wake up early for See, I hate waking up early. Hate waking up early. Oh my God, I can't. There are 
a few things that I will wake up early for and just writing them down made it realize how important they were for my psyche and how important they were for me. Mm-hmm. And I think at the time that was a racquetball tournament. I'll wake up early for a racquetball tournament, whether that be playing or even just like running a tournament. I love doing that. Oh my God. I could not think of anything worse. <laughs> <laughs> camping. Yeah. When I'm out camping, I don't even think about it, but I always, like I didn't at the time, but I would always wake up early camping. And I, I probably just told myself that that was because like, it was hard to sleep. It's too cold. Couldn't get it. Whatever. Well, it wasn't you're just so happy. And it was really just because I wanted to go out into the wilderness and just like either see a sunrise or enjoy the, the brisk air and just being outside. So yes, what are some things that you're willingly, that you will willingly wake up early for? Another one, uh, especially is what are some things that you will schedule your precious vacation days for? That one, especially when I didn't have a whole lot of PTO, that one hit me pretty good. Yeah, because it just really shows you what your priorities are. Mm-hmm. Now, I believe when I was thoroughly depressed, I didn't really schedule a whole lot of PTO days for myself. I think I scheduled them for uh, a vacation that my girlfriend probably planned everything for. Uh, Cause I knew that she was important to me. So I wanted to like, show up for that. Yeah. I wanted to show up for her, but for myself, I didn't really, didn't really plan anything for myself. And I think taking the time to really plan something for yourself and definitely figure out something that you would give up your precious vacation time for very, very important. So sorry. I was listening. My cat was just drinking chocolate milk. (laughs) (laughs) So what's something that you'll schedule some vacation days for? I'm assuming you don't get a whole lot of vacation days. I surprisingly get like, I get like 28 days of. That I got like in my last three jobs, I got 10. 24, 28. I think it's 24. It was 24. And then I gave us a couple extra days because they're prioritizing everyone's mental health. Um. That's yeah. Nice. So that's good. Um but obviously the what like people is what matters most to me. Mm-hmm. So knowing that this wedding was coming up, I scheduled PTO for that. Um at the time of my ex-boyfriend, we his family was coming into town for like 10 days or something I scheduled PTO to spend time with someone else's family but it's because relationships mattered to me and also I had a lot of PTO that <laughs> compared to other people um but I've also just taken days not many but like two where I kind of just was seeing the burnout on the horizon and so mm-hmm. just talking with managers I'm like hey I know I'm scheduled but like in two weeks can I take this Friday off they're like, yep, I, it's amazing when you don't have anything planned. <laughs> so figuring out things to do with any friends that happen to not be working that day, or even just, I got a massage one day and just recollected myself. Mm-hmm. But also I, 
can't speak for everybody, but I've been very lucky with the amount of PTO I've been able to schedule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know that's not normal. Well, I feel like in tech, you'd normally, I guess nowadays, everyone in tech is getting some pretty good benefits. But like when I started, I was getting 10 days or 12 days of PTO per year. And it was very pretty strict. And so luckily in technology, you're expected to get a new job every like two to five years. Yeah. So when I got a new job, I knew I needed to save up a little bit before I quit. And then I would just have that two weeks in between jobs and making sure I told my next job, like, Hey, I know that I still need to give in my two weeks. I am also going to need two weeks of just like yeah. downtime recuperation before this new. Yeah. They were always pretty cool with that, which I liked. Um, very, very fortunate. Um, yeah, so that was that was that was a good time, and I remember not having too much, too much money at that time either. But like just taking those two weeks, even just to like chill and walk and do do what I wanted. Putting um, yourself first. Oh, it's incredibly important. Make yourself the priority. For sure. This is this relates to this a little bit, but um I had a friend who recently she put in her two weeks for a job. She has a new cool job now. Mm -hmm. Um but it's like at the end of the day, your current job sees you as just maybe not a pawn, but you're replaceable essentially, you know? And so she felt bad of like giving in her two weeks and like what that looked like. But I was like, you were not a priority to these people don't do more than like what you have to at the end of the day. Cause they're not being very cool to her mm -hmm. essentially. Um, and I was like, put yourself first because one, they aren't doing that for you already Two, They won't be doing that. And don't, mm -hmm put your mental health and like just stress on you for a place that is not prioritizing you prioritizing you in the slightest because some people I think put their job so much on this like this is my whole entire life mm -hmm. and it affects them so greatly but I'm like at the end of the day it's not just mm -hmm. Many jobs, especially corporation jobs, like whether that even they will make you feel like you are absolutely required. Like if you weren't there, this whole place would go up in flames. That is not true. No, it's not. You are replaceable every single time. Yeah. You just happen to be on their payroll and that's in your job description. Mm hmm And you I'm not saying like don't do anything, obviously, but it's yeah i've always thought of it this way where like if i really am not irreplaceable at this job then the company did an issue <laughs> they made they made a big issue of like every they have too much responsibility on me if they can't handle the day-to-day -day workload without me yeah well that's and a really good perspective honestly it's it's a it's a failing part of the company and that is not your responsibility to fix. Nope. 
let that sink yeah. in for for a second i'm thinking about that i'm like yep because i've gotten so much better at saying no in the past year because mm -hmm. my philosophy with work at least right now and stuff is i'm not lazy i'm just gonna put that out there right now but like i do the bare minimum to get the work that's expected of me done mm -hmm. and projects i'm willing to additionally take on because sometimes i still do or like, i will say yes to things but not at the expense of my mental health yes if that doesn't make sense that makes sense uh it does conflict a little bit with some of my stuff but you know what that's perfectly fine i also know that your job can be very frustrating to you it can be it can be yeah because i've all i just was always like a yes woman mm -hmm. of like in college i like worked two jobs i had a position at one point in the sorority i was in also in the club racquetball team also mm. was playing on that team also into club meetings as just like a normal member for like the majors i was in i also was a double like all those things because i just took them on because i felt like i had to and There's, i was never a priority in well in college that's the thing is you need to be able to yeah. have the time for yourself and make yourself a priority saying yeah. yes to yourself you can be a yes person but you need to make sure you say yes to yourself first too. Yeah. So That's if you don't have, if you think that you have an extra 15 minutes in your day uh, and you can just cut out your, your journaling time or whatever, mm -hmm. then you don't have the time. Yeah. Because now you're taking away time from yourself for that. Mm -hmm. And I would say that, that that is much lower of a priority, even if it's something that you want to do more. <laughs> because journaling yeah. it can be boring and it's it's going to be boring but being able to train yourself to do boring things makes the real boring things that you have to do a lot easier um but then also going back to things i'm willing to wake up early for mm -hmm. traveling was the first thing i thought of oh yeah i'll like, get up so time. easily i'm like oh flights <laughs> at 2 a.m i'll just stay up all night like i will be there um but that was me <laughs> <laughs> me going to Denver at, at 6 p.m. for my my 6 a.m. flight and then getting about an hour and a half of sleep. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm going to hang out at the airport. Um, <laughs> I also thought of like sunsets and just nature in general. Obviously, like not every single day I'm going to wake up super early. Mm -hmm. But if I'm in a certain area and there's a hike and I want to see the sunset, I'll do that. Like mm -hmm. I climbed South Sister and we left at like 2.30 in the morning. Mm -hmm. just so we can make it like far away and see the was it worth it oh 100 would you do it again yeah totally all right i don't Damn. know if i climb south sister i mean i would do it again it was hard <laughs> <laughs> um i work out early i do mm. like i work out at 6 15 and i used to work out at five o'clock sometimes but i did that because okay part of it was because of other people but it was i always felt good afterwards mm -hmm. oh, yes i i used to wake up early go work out go to work and then do an afternoon session as well <laughs> because working out was just 
it became very integral for me you needed it those endorphins i did oh dog a dog (laughs) at the door (laughs) yeah but also like those things are for yourself and sometimes it's like you're doing it with other people potentially but you feel good doing them like i would not wake up personally Mm. to start working at six o'clock in the morning no thank you the only time i do that nowadays is when i'm working on my own business and i do that because i love working on my own stuff passion projects Mm -hmm. passion projects yeah also i think i don't know if this is related to anything you were planning to talk about but just having some form of like of a passion project it doesn't have to be big you don't have to be starting your own business this is one that i think i i call this my passion project of like why did you want to do a podcast you're unmuted oh okay you know that um but finding those little things that bring you so much joy and additional time you're willing to put in for something that might not make you money at all but you find so much joy behind it that you're just willing to do it yeah had to let let the pups the puppos come in see see come say hi otherwise they were not (laughs) not gonna be happy (laughs) um but do you have any other tools or things that you talk about other than things like planning out your what your life looks like 10 years from now what you're going to wake up for yeah i would say if i have two things um and some of them kind of interlap i would say so try new things and meet new people. Those two are kind of the same thing. Um, I remember when I first started, I was hanging out with people I didn't think I would normally get along with. Um, So like some coworkers that I thought were probably a little bit annoying or like some other ones that partied a lot more than I was ever used to. And just to, just to try things and try something new, try living in someone else's shoes. And um. I also did like some meetups, which is not, not exactly easy. <laughs> and, uh, meetups. Yeah. Like a, a meetups, the, there's like a, a website that you can use It's called meetups and you just like find certain topics and things that, that interest you. Oh, cool. I've never heard of that. So I was super confused. I, I don't think it was super active. Oh, we got a dog up here. <laughs> I like your point though, of like hanging out with different kinds of people too, because you don't mm-hmm. have to be, and you won't be best friends with every single person, but different type, like we're all individuals and everyone serves a purpose, whether or not they're just someone you hang out with once a month, someone you've hung out with only one time, or just that consistent person in your life. You don't have to write people off just because I'm like, oh, well, they do this. And like, I don't like what screamo music or something. I don't know. What's that music you like? Me? Yeah. You like kind oh, of- I listen to all kinds of music. Oh, metal. I mean, I, I listen to metal. I listen to pop. I listen to rap. Mm-hmm. I, I would say primarily it's probably like rock and alternative rock. Okay. But like you get like just different types of people, they serve their own purpose. And I'm sure you don't hang out with those party friends, like you said, all the time. No, no, not all the time. 
but you know who to contact when you need something fun. Exactly. So that, that was definitely one is like, you know, trying new things, meeting new people that I kind of put in, in its own, own little box there. And even just people that I just probably normally wouldn't have taken the time mm-hmm. of day. Otherwise, if, if they were willing to, I was like, you know what, let me, let me see what they like to do for fun. And you never know how much of an impact that person's going to have on you. Because at the end of the day, like other than family, everybody starts as a stranger. Mm -hmm. And you don't know that that person could become your lifelong friend, could be a terrible person you don't like, could be your life partner. You have no idea. But everyone starts as a stranger, so you might as well just give them a chance and it doesn't work out. It doesn't work out. Would you want to be judged by every first impression you've ever had? Oh, God, no. (laughs) Me neither. I also don't think I give off a friendly vibe sometimes. I mean, you you got a little bit of an RBF sometimes. Sometimes, especially (laughs) when I was in school. Like, I would be sitting and studying and I did not look happy. One, I was not, but, like, just not approachable. Or Mm -hmm. if I'm in a, like, not everyone's in their best mood when you need them. You don't want that to be the, your only impression of them. Yeah. That's why I feel really bad for celebrities, honestly. Like, not really that bad, but. Like, they can't, like, they have to be on at all times in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah they're like, I met so-and-so, and they were terrible. Like, you don't know yeah, what their day looked just, like. They just had a shitty day, and they were just, yeah. they just could be alone for one second. <laughs> Granted, like, them. some people, if that's, the, like, if you look at all the data, and that's a consistent pat consistent pattern then okay you can make a more yeah. <laughs> i was like well okay then maybe they're just like not that great but like you know mm-hmm. so we're gonna go into my last last one that i have off the top of my head and it's what i call the thousand dollar game i'm excited because i have no idea what this means <laughs> this it doesn't have to be a thousand dollars it's it's finding an amount of money that's just outside of your comfort zone and paying for something completely for yourself. So whatever you want, it just can't be something that's like for your regular day life or for somebody else. Mm -hmm. You have to buy something for fun just for yourself. And it can be if, I mean, obviously it's, it's just something that's a little bit out of your comfort zone that you would never pay for. When I started this, I did something that was, I think, $150. That was like, I really, I think it was a skateboard. And this was like after my skating boarding prime. I didn't ever skateboard anymore. I wanted, to, I wanted to try it. I was a skateboarder when I was young. Loved it. I wanted to try <laughs> it again. Um, and so I, I got that. And I was like, this is all right. I want to go out. And I, I tried it. And I don't skateboard anymore. But I was happy that I could still do it <laughs> and I enjoyed all the time that I spent like doing it um and then I've done this a couple of times whenever I started like feeling a little bit low and um I think my most recent one was getting a GoPro doesn't make any sense doesn't really help me in a whole lot of ways but I've always wanted a GoPro it was something that's been on my list for a long time really wanted to try it so I drop the 500 bucks or whatever it was yeah was a little bit out of my comfort zone at the time Mm -hmm. and it can be a trip it can be 
really anything like just something that is outside of your comfort zone that you wouldn't normally spend on yourself mm-hmm. and just do it see figure at least figure out what would it be that you would do yeah I I do be so my best friend who I did see at this wedding it was her sister's wedding I never made the flight out to her when she was living in Colorado because I made excuses like left and right of like why not? In Colorado you can't be making these excuses you know and I'll, okay also though in my I'm defense I didn't have the money at the time yeah. when she was there so that was I mean I could have made it work probably like I could have made it work but now she's in San Antonio and I just know I want to go see her mm-hmm. and I'm not going to make that excuse anymore of oh time or money or whatever because I one know I can find the time and I will have the money for it. But just seeing her this past, like, I got to hang out with her for five days. Mm-hmm. That's five days. And I can't even tell you how long, like, collectively, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, why did I not make that sacrifice? It's not even a sacrifice. Why did I just not choose to pay to go hang out with her? Like, mm-hmm. it sucks we live in different states. She came out to me. I didn't go to her. How terrible is that? Like, you know? Well, and you know that when you do, she's going to have things planned and you're going to have a great time. Oh, yeah. And she has two dogs. And like also San Antonio sounds super cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never gone to Texas, so why not? All right. So but... you have you have this $1,000 game idea. Yeah. It's probably not going to be $1,000, but maybe it will. You never know. Oh, God, I hope it's not. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. It's something that it took me a while to notice was no matter how much something was, if I really, really wanted it, and this was like something that I would like, I needed to have, wasn't something that's just that I wanted. So this is a little bit different is I would always be able to find the money somewhere. I would sell stuff from around my house that I loved and just for just for this thing i would take up some extra shifts at my job i would save a little bit more than i'm than i'm usually do for for a little bit like yeah there is always more money and it's something that a lot of people have have some some trouble with so maybe we'll talk about money next week oh god i know but i mean it goes back to i hear this a lot with dating but it's like if he wanted to he would but like if you wanted to you would mm-hmm. like it's just i said he but like whatever someone you know mm-hmm. but it's just like where are the priorities it that's just what it shows you and i'm i'm a little nervous talking about money only because i've just been shit with it recently <laughs> <laughs> well i think you can knowingly be shit at money and you can knowingly not be shit at money. Yeah. And if you still choose to be knowingly shit at money, you're, you're, we got some stuff to talk about. Yeah, I know. I know. So let's, let's talk about money next week oh, God. and we can, we can go over a couple things. 
Yeah. I'm not saying I'm the best at money because I well, anyone will know that I am not. I'm really not that bad. It's just I have always been a saver and now I'm I prioritize prioritize experiences more so and saying yes to things like a concert I'm making I'm going to want I'm going to Portugal the man tomorrow. Yeah, I'm super excited. Ooh, that'll be really fun. Yeah. But it's like, okay, because I'm doing this, I can't do other things. I'm just prioritizing how much I have and stuff. And sometimes I I have enough saved. And just my saving percentage has gone down a little bit, I will say. Well, then we will talk about the, uh, the rulings on how much to save and what then afterwards will be yeah you know fun spending money okay (laughs) (laughs) and i am i'm definitely not the best at money but i have read a good amount of books and i'm constantly reading books about money and learning more about the and i was a finance major this is so funny that i'm like i'm shit um (laughs) (laughs) finance is i don't know it's I think it just depends on your own style. And sometimes you just got to figure out like, I'll, I'll, I'll leave with one tidbit and that is spend extra money on the things that you absolutely love and be willing to spend that money. Yeah. And be very stingy on the things that you don't love that you don't want to spend money on. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think that wraps, and now I'm like anxious for next week. Oh yeah, for That's literally no reason. It'll be a good conversation, I think. It'll be great. I'm and then excited. soon after that, we're gonna have another guest speaker. Yes. We are going to talk about self love. I'm super stoked to talk. With have Seth, our guest right? speaker with Seth Pearson, the self love guru, Seattle self love warrior, warrior. i can speak english i can't i don't know if you've heard me the entire day i've had to repeat so many words repeat (laughs) god ah it's just one of those days so close it's thursday almost maybe friday yes thursday Mm. so if if anyone wants to to give us some extra topics we have plenty of topics or if you want to know something specific Let's 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 get some guest questions up in here. I would love that. I love a little Q and A sesh. Oh my gosh! Yes, send us send us <laughs> some questions and we will answer them on here. Yes, perfect. Well, I guess that wraps. That wraps, Nat. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, bye everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the path we take. I'm Hayden Anderson, and I'm Natalie Lorati. And thank you so much for listening. You can find us on all the major podcast platforms. Feel free to give us only five-star reviews. Um, Leave your comments, questions over there. And then also follow us on Instagram at the path we take pod. And you can also follow us both on our personals if you want. Way less exciting though. Much, much less exciting. Yeah. Mine's just my first and last name. Mine is H Anderson, 333. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. See you next week. Woo!